0: A Florida manatee dies after intense sex with a brother. Two Florida women are charged after one bites off the other's ear. A Florida woman shot her husband in the genitalia during a fight over air conditioning. And cocaine sharks might be all over Florida. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News, and they are all from the state of Florida, because as you know, on Friday, we only do weird news from Florida on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast recorded inside a hot closet, and the only daily weird news podcast that does Florida Friday. Let's get into it. A manatee has died after high-intensity sex with brother at a Florida aquarium. Now, I would like to know whose brother stooped this manatee to death. Terrible thing to do. That's not how we should treat the wildlife. These are endangered species, I believe. Whose brother was it? The owner of the Florida aquarium? Let's find out. A manatee who died in a Florida aquarium earlier this year, suffered fatal injuries caused by sex with the aquatic mammal's brother. Oh, So the manatee was having sex with its brother. That seems like a strange kink. But, you know, when you're hanging out in a Florida aquarium, it does get boring, I'd imagine. The name of the manatee is Hugh. That's a funny name for a manatee. Hugh. It's a very regal. Hugh was 38 years old. Died unexpectedly on April 29th at the Moat Marine Laboratory and aquarium in Sarasota and the Marine institution this week shed more light on the animals passing saying that the injuries were likely the result of sex with its brother Buffett <laughs> Buffett Hugh and Buffett okay these are the names of the manatees so uh Buffett boned Hugh to death in the butt it seems Uh, What about Hugh's wife? How does she feel about all of this? Maybe they interviewed her for the story. Let's keep reading. Um, Moat, the aquarium, insists that Hugh's handlers never believed he was in any danger whatsoever. Maybe perhaps it's normal for Hugh and Buffett to just get it on. Uh, here's a quote from the aquarium. On the day of Hugh's passing, Hugh and Buffett engaged in natural yet increased mating behavior observed and documented in manatees, both in managed care and in the wild. This was the first time such heightened mating behavior was witnessed between the two manatees. Now, they performed a necropsy on Hugh, the manatee, and found the fatal wound was a 14-inch long tear in the ventral wall of his colon. My goodness, wrecked him, dang near killed him. Oh, man, 14-inch tear. Hmm. Well, today I learned that I have a manatee-sized unit, so that's pretty cool. I'm learning something from this story. Now, it says here, all along, the keepers at the aquarium were aware of this mating activity between Hugh and Buffett. But the keepers did not try to physically separate the manatees during sex, fearing that that would do them more harm says here, following the directions of the veterinarians, distraction rather than physical separation was chosen because separation has previously caused undue anxiety and negative effects in both of the manatees per the aquarium. And uh, it's helpful to know that sex between male manatees and even brothers is far from uncommon. Here's a quote from a manatee expert. They're not too meticulous about who their partners are. They just have this kind of a sexual urge, and then they'll engage in activity with whomever seems to be in the area. Uh, <laughs> in true Florida man fashion, I would add. <laughs> just have sex with whoever's in the area. Oh, I'm in a Walmart? Who's who's near me? You look nice. Cashier? Greeter? Oh, bro. I don't remember much about last night, but I think I was manateed at the bar. <laughs> This to me seems like the mammals are engaging more and more in Florida man behavior because they've been spending so much time in Florida. (laughs) Next thing you know, there's going to be some manna threesomes at a bus stop. Oh, by the way, this just in. Ronnie DeSantis has just banned manatees from reading to children. Two Florida women are arrested after one of them bites the other's ear off. Oh, what in the Mike Tyson is going on down in Florida? <laughs> Bay County, Florida. Two Florida ladies, quality women, were arrested yesterday after a physical altercation escalated into one of the women biting the other's ear off. I'm looking at a photo of them. They're smiling in their mug shots. They look very pleasant. <laughs> they look like they have no regrets. As to what's going on. One of them has a black eye. The other one has a head wrap. I assume her ear was bitten off. In fact, the ear victim looks very pleased. In great spirits, despite having just been Evander holyfielded in Florida. Uh, The Bay County Sheriff's Office announced the arrests of 18-year-old Dixie Stiles. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) A Florida girl named Dixie. You know, that's a lot of fun. Uh, We have 23-year-old Macy Regan as well. this took place in on Ocoli Street. That's, I don't know where that is, but please avoid it. Wear a helmet if you're going to be walking your dog on Ocoli Street. Actually, you should wear a helmet if you're walking your dog anywhere in Florida. I know it's very hot down there. A helmet's going to make you sweat, but maybe you could attach one of those fans to it and keep yourself cool because you're going to be struck in the head eventually with something. It could be a falling iguana from above or it could... Well, I mean, it just could be a a random individual on bath salts. It could be someone trying to bite your ear off as well. We need to make note of all of these activities in Florida. That's the purpose of this podcast, to compile a list of possible outcomes for anyone living in Florida and to, you know, sort of encourage you to get the hell out of there and uh, save your life. Okay, details, details. The investigation revealed that just after midnight, a physical altercation took place involving several men in the yard of a home. Deputies say... Regan attempted to leave and walk to her house down the road when she was then confronted by Dixie. According to the sheriff, Dixie accused Regan of stealing her alcohol and her vape pens. My goodness! Now, Regan, of course, pulled out her 9 millimeter handgun from her waistband, which she has on her at all times. Especially when she's going to hang out in the backyard. Um, and most Florida people have their gun on them these days, because as of July 1st, you can carry your gun without a permit so, yeah. <laughs> it's nice to know deputies say dixie pushed the gun away and a physical altercation followed during which regan allegedly bit off the top of dixie's ear multiple bruises and lacerations were received as a result of the fight dixie's ear was un- unable to be reattached oh so sad so sad <laughs> Now, it doesn't say why the ear was un- unable to be reattached. Perhaps there wasn't a bucket of ice anywhere in the area. Or perhaps they were just too busy giggling and laughing over the whole encounter. I mean, that's what the mugshots look looked like. Like they were having a grand old time. My guess is as soon as that ear hit the ground, an alligator swooped in and ate that thing. Yay! A Florida woman shot her husband in the genitalia during a fight over an air conditioner. Uh shot his genitals off yeah that'll cool him off lake city florida a florida woman is in jail after she allegedly blasted her estranged husband in the testicles during an argument about an air conditioning unit it's very hot down there in florida air conditioning units are very important and if someone's trying to steal yours you probably should shoot them in the junk kimberly dunn's estranged husband and his brother came to her Florida home to pick up some air conditioning unit that he wanted to sell on Facebook, according to the arrest report. Now, she sat on the unit, Kimberly, that is. She sat on the air conditioner to prevent the men from taking her air conditioner and allegedly attempted to fend off her husband with a stun gun before shooting him in the testicles with a with a pink handgun. So she got a stun gun and a handgun. Uh, She's like this stun gun ain't working you can't take a Florida man down with a stun gun They're on too many chemicals. They'll fight right through that crap. So then you need to grab your pink handgun not grab it It's already in your waistband because this is Florida guns guns everywhere in every waistband Kimberly allegedly told the police that the shooting was unintentional and that she was only hoping to scare the men off and protect her air conditioner and now we cut to the scene in the courtroom Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Mrs. Shot His Dong Off's husband was trying to take her air conditioning unit in the middle of summer in Florida. We, the jury, find Mrs. Shot His Dong Off not guilty by reason of Florida heat. The sharks in Florida might be high on cocaine. This gives a new meaning to great white. Am I right, guys? It says here, sharks in Florida might be consuming cocaine. Where does this cocaine come from? Are they in the clubs? No, no, no. This is the cocaine that was dumped in the waters off of Florida. They dump cocaine in the waters all the time. They're saying that this cocaine could be making the sharks act in very crazy ways. Now, scientists are saying this. Actual scientists are studying this. Can't cure the nut allergy, but plenty of time to find out if the sharks are on cocaine. Researchers investigating whether drugs dumped overboard might impact the region's marine life. They were researching this for a documentary, and they found something startling. They found that some sharks appear to be acting very strangely, and that other sharks respond to similar stimulants. Now, their guess is it's the cocaine that's been dumped into the ocean. Smugglers have left countless tons of cocaine in the seas around Florida, The cocaine has been transported from South and Central America. It's been dumped either to be collected by associates or to avoid arrests. The drugs are then often washed into shore on ocean currents. Just last month, the U.S. Coast Guard, in fact, seized more than 14,000 pounds of cocaine in the Atlantic Ocean with an estimated value of 200 million dollars. And that's just the amount that they found. Imagine all that other cocaine that went up these sharks' noses. Although I don't even know how a shark does blow in the ocean. I mean, doesn't all that water wash it off the mirror? Anyways, we have, we have a, a, a marine biologist in this story named Tom the Blowfish Herd. <laughs> Tom the Blowfish. They all call him the Blowfish. They call him Blowy for short, I'd imagine. He's from the University of Florida. He studied the sharks off the Florida Keys to see if cocaine was having any impact on these sharks. Well, you'd be surprised. During one dive to observe behavior, it says here a great hammerhead shark, a species which normally avoids human beings, came straight at Tom the Blowfish and his team and appeared to be swimming wonkily. Wonkily, W-O-N-K-I-L-Y. Wonkily is the word. (laughs) Wonkily. Now, I would imagine if you're swimming wonkily, you're on alcohol. You know, cocaine doesn't make you swim wonkily. Cocaine makes you swim with a purpose, yeah, very quickly, a very, very targeted swimming going on. And you can't stop talking about Bitcoin. Says here, Tom and his team, doesn't name the team. Do they have a nickname too, like the Guppies? Blowfish and the Guppies. Sounds like a, a band from the 60s. Uh, Tom and his research team recorded a sandbar shark, which appeared to be fixated on something and was swimming in tight circles despite there being nothing in sight. Now, as well as monitoring the sharks' outrageous behavior, the scientists also tried a different experiment. They put packages similar in size and appearance to real cocaine bales into the ocean next to some fake swans. To their surprise, the sharks headed straight for the bales of, quote, cocaine and not the swans, taking bites out of the bales instead of going for the swans. So they were... Clearly, they're addicts. Says here, uh, to their surprise, one shark even grabbed a bale and swam off with the damn thing. <laughs> I think he had a rave to go to. <laughs> Next, the researchers made a bait ball of highly concentrated fish powder. This was designed to trigger a dopamine rush as close to a hit of cocaine as the team could feasibly and ethically do in any in an experiment when the sharks ate the fish powder the researchers saw them going wild they really loved the dopamine rush from fish powder meanwhile i'm going on amazon to order some fish powder because that's probably cheaper than cocaine here's another quote from the blowfish tom well i think we got a potential scenario of what it may look like if you gave some sharks some cocaine uh, we gave them what I think is the next best thing, this fish powder, and it, it really set their brains their brains on fire. I mean, they was going crazy out there. All right, well, now it's a scarier situation than I had already imagined, uh, and you have to be very concerned if you're going to be swimming in the Florida seas. Perhaps don't uh, leave your cocaine in your pocket. They might come right for your pouch you're baggy you know they like baggies too in addition to bales i assume i think this is uh, also perhaps the beginning of a of a movie we had cocaine bear well now cocaine shark could be the next thing oh i just did a google search turns out cocaine shark already exists you can watch it for free on tubi not a sponsor of the show <laughs> Cocaine shark. Well, now they got to do cocaine bear versus cocaine shark, just like Freddy versus Jason. I'm there, man. Front row, baby, with my baggie of fish powder. Hi, my friends, and thanks for spending some time with the Weird AF News podcast and specifically the Florida Friday episode. Hope you're having a nice weekend or you had one. I want to thank everybody who sent me Florida stories the last couple days. You can always email me funnyjones at gmail.com or slide into my Instagram DMs at funnyjones. Be doing some shows this weekend, uh, tonight Friday in Burbank, tomorrow Saturday down in Hermosa Beach at the Comedy Magic Club. So we'll be having some fun. Also, going to be playing some um, 1880s vintage baseball. Um, that's something I'll uh, I'll post about in the Patreon if you want to learn a little bit about that. I've been playing some 1880s baseball just because it's it's weird and I wanted to see what it was like. We're using actual 1880s rules and the equipment as well. So I'll post some pictures of and videos of that in the Patreon from my patrons. You guys can join the Patreon by the way and get access to extra stuff like that. Uh, by going to weirdafnews.com and clicking on the Patreon banner or go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or download the Patreon app on your phone and do a search for Weird AF News. I'm the only one there and join the Patreon. Uh, I got a nice comment on YouTube on one of the episodes from L Minor 7 who wrote, First time catching your show. Good job and good luck to ya. Good luck to ya. Good luck Good luck with your life, L Minor 7 Thank you for the comment. That's really sweet. Also got an email from Karezi K, who wrote, "Hope you're doing well, Jonesy. Uh, hope uh, so. We've chatted a few times a few years back, but I'll tell you, I've enjoyed listening to you for so many years. I've I've listened to you as you are scheduled into my alarm wake up call on my Google clock, and like so many have said before me, um, it's comforting to hear something in life is way worse than what we have going on in our own lives. I can." Uh, I can, I can be having the worst day ever, and listen to your show on Spotify or Google News, and it brings a little joy to my uneasy soul. Just keep doing what you do, and know there are so many of us out there that need that kind peace of mind. Be well, and good luck with your life, man. <laughs> Thank you so much, Karezi K. Good luck with your life as well. I appreciate the email. I also got a nice email from Jessica, who grew up in Florida. How appropriate to... Read her email on a Florida Friday episode. Jessica R. wrote... uh Jonesy, when people need a moment from the doom and gloom of life, you bring a little chuckle that can save a single life. A thing you may not know or even realize is that your voice can be a lifeline to the strange and undefined. I want you to understand that even when you're low, when the feedback is rude and making you feel like an a-hole, it is these tiny little weirdos that think that you're the best. With every single call and every Patreon request, we see you for the funny Jones we know you represent. So continue... When you're drunk, hungover, high, or upset, because we will still listen to you, follow you, and be the best you will and be the best you will ever be, even when you have access a triple decker dab. <laughs> when you have to access a triple decker dab, love you from one of your weirdos, Jessica. She also uh, wrote me. She she listed a lot of questions she wanted me to answer. Um, some of them are very very sweet. Uh, she wrote here. Do you know how much you're loved by people you never knew? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> or the fact you change fact you change the mood of the sad and confused. Do you understand how important Weird AF News is to me or the people that listen to you unabashedly? I like that word unabashedly, Jessica. She's probably a writer. Um she wrote What's your favorite color? So I'll answer I'll answer this question. My favorite color it's very disappointing. I like gray. <laughs> I really do. There's something about gray. I just really dig it. Shasha wrote, do you like your coffee black? Okay, so um, it depends. My cold brew or iced coffee, always black. Always black. My hot coffee, I like a little dash of cream. And... uh, my The cream I have been using recently is a, a coconut creamer from Trader Joe's. It's only $2 for a little carton, and I buy the coconut creamer just because it, it has a later expiration date than the real cream. It lasts a lot longer, like a couple of months, whereas the regular cream um, expires before that. So I recommend that. It's $2. And uh, like I said, I only put that in my hot coffee, and I drink my cold brew black. So it's summertime, so I've just been doing black. Don't add sugar. Just don't do it. I don't know why. I don't add it to my hot or my cold. I tried to cut sugar out of my life a long time ago and and force myself to learn to drink coffee without the sugar. Previously, I loved it light and sweet. I mean, always very sweet. My coffee was like it's like a little hey, have a little coffee with your sugar. For years I did that. But now, you know, I've you know, I've realized that that's not very healthy, so Still, And plus, I drink so much of it that I can't put that much sugar in my body, you know. So anyways, thank you, Jessica, for those questions and and the emails. I appreciate it from everybody. I appreciate the love and the support very, very much. Um, It really keeps me going. And I'm looking forward to a nice weekend, and I hope you have one as well. And good luck with your life, man.